We often talk on this podcast about productivity and time management and getting the most out of your day that you possibly can so that you accomplish your goals. But there's another side to this. When is it time to slow down? When is it time to take a step back? When is enough enough when it comes to things on your calendar? One of the most important things about productivity and time management and accomplishing your goals is in fact knowing when to do nothing. I've had some really interesting experiences with this over the years that I am really excited to share with you. My name is Amber Furman, and this is the More Than Corporate Podcast. Welcome to the More Than Corporate Podcast. I'm Amber Furman, recovering perfectionist and serial accomplisher. If you're anything like I used to be, you've been living your life thinking that if you accomplish enough stuff, you'll finally find the success you've always wanted. But what if it's not about accomplishing more stuff? What if it's about accomplishing the right stuff? I believe you don't find success. You create it by intentionally designing the life you want and having the courage to get out of your comfort zone to live your design. I went from doing what I was supposed to do to doing what I love to do, and now I get to help others do the same. Keep listening as I chat with inspiring people who make it their mission to live their best life every day and learn how you too can live the life you've always wanted. Really quickly, before we jump into this episode, if you feel like time management is something that you struggle with, or you feel like you don't know where to put your time to be the most productive towards your goals, or you don't have goals, then I have the perfect solution for you. I've put together a goal planner revolving around my life will format. It'll help you figure out where you want to set goals at. It'll help you figure out how to set them and then how to really dedicate the time that's necessary to accomplishing them. If this sounds like something that you're interested in, go over to successdevelopmentsolutions.com slash life will and download that planner. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts and your results from it. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Imagine this scenario. If you're anything like I used to be, you were constantly on the go. So I had all of these interests that I loved doing. I loved obstacle course racing. I loved dancing. I loved karaoke. I loved hanging out with my friends. I loved camping. I would constantly put things on my schedule. And I can remember my mom actually having a conversation with me and saying, Amber, when are you going to take some time and just slow down? And I would say, mom, I'm fine. I don't need to slow down. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm spending time with people. I just have so much packed into my life. I'm living a fulfilling life. That sounds amazing, right? Living a fulfilling life. I had gone from working full-time and going to law school full-time, putting myself through law school bartending. Then I graduated from law school, worked while I took the bar, and then I worked and it felt like a 40 or 50 or sometimes 60 hour work week was a break from what I had been putting myself through for the last, what, 10 years. So I tried to fill that time with things because you've heard me talk on this podcast about how I was numbing with academic achievements. I was moving towards that I'll be happy when moment. 
that I really thought was going to fix all of the things that I didn't want to deal with in my life. And maybe you know what that feels like. Maybe you know what it feels like to think if I just work hard enough and just accomplish this next goal, then everything's going to work out okay. And I'm not going to have to worry about it. So I'm going to put my head down. I'm going to put all of my effort towards it and I'm going to accomplish this goal. So that's where my mind space was at. I was working so hard towards accomplishing this goal. And really what I was doing was numbing the pain that I didn't want to deal with, with academic and professional achievements. So as soon as I got this job where I was only working one career, I had this extra time on my hands that used to be filled with work or extra school. And I could have gone home and I could have relaxed on my couch and I could have taken some me time. But that would have meant that I would have had to sit alone with those thoughts that I was running from. It would have meant that I had to take some time to be alone with myself and I didn't like myself at all. So instead I filled every waking moment I had with something else. And here's what it would look like. Maybe you can relate. It would look like go to work, come home, spend some time with my puppy, maybe go to the park, go out, go dancing, go hang out with some friends, go until I was exhausted, come home, hit my bed, go to sleep, wake up in the morning, start filling my days with stuff. And I would do this over and over and over again until I would completely lose energy. And then I would sleep for three or four days at a time. Well, that's not productive, right? You spend more time catching up on that energy that's depleted. And on top of the physical rundown that you're going through, you're going through the mental and emotional rundown as well. And I would listen to my mom say, Amber, you need to slow down. You need to slow down. Or I'd say, no, that I'm, I'm fine. I wasn't fine. And yes, I enjoyed everything that I was doing, but I was doing it for the wrong reasons. And as I started to heal, as I started to go through NLP training and really started to realize my value outside of my profession and my academic achievements, I started to have moments where I wanted to stay home. And then I struggled with that as well because then I felt guilty because I had been involved in all of these things for so long. And I got to the point where I really had to ask myself, why am I doing these things? What is the purpose of me wanting to go do this activity. Whenever I would go to put something on my calendar and you would get that internal struggle, part of you wants to stay home, part of you wants to go out. What's the purpose of both of those parts? What's the purpose of wanting to stay home and what's the purpose of wanting to go out? Because sometimes staying home is avoidance. We all know that. Sometimes we want to be cozy inside of our house because we don't want to deal with people. Sometimes we want to be cozy inside of our house because networking is uncomfortable or we're going out and doing something that scares us. So instead, we want to stay nice and warm in our comfort zone. But sometimes going out is avoidance too because staying home means that you have to be alone with yourself and the thoughts that you've been trying to avoid. So asking yourself, what is the purpose of both of those choices. And why am I filling my schedule with so much stuff? And am I taking time for myself just to 
sit with myself. I used to hate meditating. People would say to me, you should meditate. I'd be like, I don't slow down. Like that's a waste of my time. When I would talk about going to the gym, people would say, have you tried yoga? And I would say, why would I do that? If I'm not beating the shit out of something or sweating and my heart rate isn't going, then I'm not doing it right. And all of those things in my life, all of the things that I loved doing were hardcore, fast action sports or activities. And it was because if I took time to slow down, I had to be with me. Why didn't I like meditating? Because what's the purpose of meditating? The purpose of meditating is to sit there with your thoughts. Well, what happens when you don't like your thoughts and you don't know how to change them? Nobody's taught you the tools and resources that you need to be able to work through the stuff that you've been running from. It's really interesting because I've had this conversation with a few people about the way that we numb. And I've told this story on the podcast before, but it came up in a conversation recently with a friend of mine, and I realized that I wanted to tell it again. If you look at somebody like myself and possibly like you who has these academic achievements and this career or success in the um, professional world, and you look at them and you say, man, they're so successful. And on the other side, you look at somebody who may have a drug addiction problem or a criminal record, or maybe they're not, <clears throat> excuse me, they're not living up to what you would consider to be their full potential. And you look at them and say, why can't they get their life together? Well, if we strip down the underlying feelings and the underlying emotions that are causing both of these people to act the way they're acting, they're so much the same. The trauma, the pain, the frustration, we all numb differently. And some of us numb with academic achievements and some of us numb through destructive means. But the people who numb through academic achievements get called successful. So they keep doing it more and more and more. Does that make it any more healthy? So as we sit down and we start to move into quarter two, we're looking at what are the things that are going to move us closer to our goals. And we add so much to our calendar. What I want you guys to do is take a minute to think, why am I adding so much? Is there anything that can be delegated to somebody else? Is there anything that can be put off? Am I calendaring my time? Am I calendaring time to go to the gym, to meditate, to read, to write, to do the things that are important to me? I don't play the piano as much as I would like to anymore. And I realize that if I want to be able to do that, I have to calendar it in. Are you calendaring in your you time? Are you making time for you? And if not, if your day is so full with everything else, then ask yourself what the purpose is of allowing yourself to avoid time alone. Because it is a destructive behavior and it shows up looking like success until you crash. And trust me, from experience, that crash sucks. It's so uncomfortable when everybody around you tells you that you're successful and you look at your success and you know you should feel successful, but you don't because deep down inside, you're running constantly. 
And when you hit that wall, because you're completely out of energy and you have nowhere to go, but to finally face yourself, it's incredibly painful. Personal growth is always painful and we get to choose whether we do that on our own in small increments or whether we hit that wall that I hit back in 2016 and end up hyperventilating in the corner in a hotel room for four days. Take the time now to look at your schedule. Are you productive? Are you moving towards your goals or are you numbing and avoiding dealing with something you don't want to deal with? And is that avoidance just showing up as a busy schedule? Take a minute to think about that over the next few days and let me know what you think. Remember, you have the ability to design the life you've always wanted and you owe it to yourself to have the courage to live it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the More Than Corporate Podcast. If anything that was said during this episode resonated with you or provided value in any way, it would mean the world to me if you would head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the More Than Corporate Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. I'm really looking forward to connecting with you. If you'd also like to connect, I've created a Facebook group that is full of amazing people who also make it their mission to live their best life every single day. If that sounds like something that you're interested in. The name of that Facebook group is Success Center. Head over there, request to join, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.